That one is going nuts. Yeah, so you touched that one, it was gone. Ugh. Okay. Sorry. It's almost like Be you sensitive hold, to it. It's almost like you gotta hold it down. It's like yeah, that wire. I think if I touch that wire, this wire is being touched or something like that. It's really weird. Anyways, where were we? Now it's gone. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Scott. And I'm Joe. And we're Just Another Movie Night and this is Talking Trash, but not Talking Trash. This is Talking Furious. We're going to talk Talking uh, the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Talking the Fast and the Furious franchise and we're doing it with family. But we've lost some people this time. Uh, So we now are four of us. We're down to the four. And this is the fourth movie, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, with us is Jared. Hello. And Gary. Hello. <laughs> and we're doing today, we're doing, what's this one called? It's called Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious. 2009's Fast and Furious. Uh, this is where Justin Lin from the last one comes back as director. And I think this is where they find their sweet spot of crazy, but not enough. We're not there yet. No. So yeah, this is uh, written by Chris Morgan, who goes on for a bunch of these movies. But today we're going to go around, we're going to play a game, because Gary pointed it out last time. So the game is... Guess the budget. Does everybody know? Did anybody look this up? Uh, no, I did not. Alright, so going around, guess the budget... Jared, what's, what do you think the budget for this movie is? I am really bad with this. Yeah. Anytime we've ever talked about budgets for movies, I'm like way under or way over. So I'm just going to go right dead smack in the middle. $500 million. Or I have no idea. So that's why I'm saying I'm bad. $500 well, million? No, yeah, no I'm way. Bad. No way. Gentlemen, in a matter of hours, a meteor will crash into Earth, causing a global flood. That is, of course, unless you pay me one billion gajillion fifillion million. What year was this movie? Two thousand nine. That's more than the Titanic. Uh, you, you said five hundred million dollars. That's more than the James Cameron's Titanic. You got to think about like yeah. <laughs> That's why I said I'm bad with this we, stuff. We have it on record. Five hundred. That you can't go any worse than that. I mean, Joe. Well, I'm gonna say because of the car crashes and the crazy stunts they did. Uh, I'll say fifty mil. All right. Yeah. This movie came out in two thousand nine. Yes, two thousand nine. Um, can I ask what the budget for the first three movies were? Oh, I I don't have those. I'm I don't have that number. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, based on two thousand nine numbers. Um, I'm going to go a little bit less than $500 million. <laughs> and I'm gonna, Above 50 It's going to be above 50 I'm going to say $250 million. Oh, wow. Guys. I mean, uh, I, I could come in real low. I don't... Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, not, we're not there yet because we're going to get there. You guys guessed 
insanely high. And, and my next question is better for your answers, I think. Wait, right? I did too, I guess, insanely high? You're you're low. $85 yeah, million. Dollars. To these guys, that doesn't mean a lot. But $85 million for a movie, the fourth in the franchise. And they've all been kind of tame. This one has a big opening, like I would say. That's expensive. But $85 million for this movie seems... Not that bad. Actually, seems kind of low for what happens in it, but I don't think the numbers that you guys said. It's not based upon um, actors' pay. Obviously, there are just so many cars that are blown up on purpose. Yeah, that true. it feels a lot more than the other movies combined. That's, and that's true. That's where I felt the the cost, as in um, not planned. Yeah, that's that's the, my thought. This is definitely higher than the last three. This is, I think, from here on, the franchise keeps going up. In crazy numbers and how much they spent and how much they made. So, I'm guessing, Jared, you're not going to be able to do how much it made because you already said the budget. They have to make their money back. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So That's why I said I'm always bad with this stuff. No matter what, I'm going to come in either way high or way low. So, again, I came in way high. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I think you actually got the budget for four movies. Probably. Probably in there. Sounds about right. Oh, five movies, actually, maybe. Uh, so you so guessing your five hundred insane like number, what would you think they made? Because Gary was guessing how much these movies made. And he was like, You gotta look this up ne- next time. So I wanted to ask for now on, like, how much money do you think this particular movie made gross world uh, just Domestically? You know, yeah. Well, knowing now that you said what eighty five, eighty five million was the 80, budget. Eighty five million. They got to make their money back, and we know that there's a lot more movies coming after this one. All right, let's go with uh, two hundred million. All right, close, Joe. Um, I'm gonna say this one was probably more successful, so I will say I'm gonna go two seventy five. Okay. Well, due to knowing um, what. The next movie, everything blows up. We're talking near a billion each time. I'm just gonna stick with about four hundred thousand. I'm see four hundred million dollars. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's three hundred and sixty point four million dollars. Oh wow, that's just domestic. Huge return. Yeah. Wow. I think I don't know. This got to be. This has to be box office gross. Mojo. Box office mojo. Because I, I would say that uh, that is that's a good number, and you can see why the movies start being made more and more after this. I mean, that's pretty high. I for... think that's a that's a and after watching it, do you think that? I mean, that's a big number. Okay, well, it's a huge number, yes, because obviously we know that Tokyo Drift had lower numbers. Is that correct? Yeah, that okay. was actually the I think. I think it made the the least. Okay, the least in the box office. Yeah, and that I think just so. proves my point that these movies need Vin. <laughs> See, yeah, seeing that it had a, actually had a higher score than two on IMDb, but yet what the most people had made the lowest. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah, two uh, two was uh, I think more people went and saw it. Okay, but uh, I think three was the lowest because it had nobody returning. Right. See. No. I told y'all. Although that was scored <laughs> the worst too, which is crazy. We, these movies need Vin. They absolutely do. I don't I, care. 
say it regardless. Okay, so it is. It's worldwide gross. So the worldwide gross is three hundred and sixty. Okay. Which is great. I mean, they made their money back heavily. You can see why after this one, they started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and they started asking for more and more of these damn things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since this is a like a talking trash, we're gonna talk out the movie, or at least try to talk out the plot of this film. It's very yeah. cut and dry. <laughs> it, 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 well, it's a lot I'm, of parts to it. It's. You uh, think? I think it is, and you know what's odd now. Three of us have never seen this movie before. We and and this is the the trick is the three of us that haven't seen it thought we saw it, and then when we were watching, it, we're like, "Well, we've never seen this movie before," I've which blows my it. mind because Gary mentioned a couple things out of this one. That he's sure that he saw. Well, he said the word tunnels, and that was like it. He's like, tunnels? and then he said he saw the beginning of it. So uh, to me, it just blows my mind that he t- he talked about it twice. Now, when I mentioned tunnels last week. <laughs> I meant more of a, just pitching your head, kind of imagine um, connecting like a hose into another hose. I remember a se- scenes where they're driving through tubes, not tunnels. Okay, I, I said the word tunnels last week, but tubes, like elastic tubes. And what I, and what I, what I saw in this movie, tunnels, I yeah. do not remember at all. I, all I remember, there were like four different tubes and cars driving through it. And maybe that was a different movie. I, I mixed together, but I definitely, other than the first 15 minutes of this movie, I had not seen any other part of it. But everything I predicted last week, I felt like I know it was crossing the border, Mexico and the United States, but I did not have never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because what franchise do you think he's talking about? Because it sounds like maybe Italian drive job or something like that. I don't remember them using that kind of thing in Italian uh, I'm trying to think of what they... Because they had to use Mini Coopers to move them in small tunnels. Yeah. Correct, yes. Yeah. Or in hallways. They had to move them in hallways. So he's wrong. I'm wrong with that one, too. I don't know what the hell you're referring to, then. Because there wasn't really tunnel stuff. There was only, like, a moment of tunnel stuff. Yeah. And it came back twice. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, two scenes with tunnels. But, yeah, this... Yeah, let's go, let's go through. Uh, because... I mean, and then we'll get to what we think overall with this film. But right off the bat, we start off this movie. I don't even remember. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a blur to right. me already. So we open up immediately on a, a, I guess a guy driving petroleum tanks. Yes, we. Oh, this is this is actually a really good scene. And the Dominican Republic is where we start out. Yes, it says it on the screen. And this this. I don't know if this franchise started doing this thing where the subtitles just fly by. Like, people are talking to each other, and the subtitles aren't regular subtitles. They're just, like, yeah, kind of like, flying by. Yeah, they're, like, flying by on <laughs> so the side. So Dominican Republic, and it flies yeah. by, right? And then we get the entire... This guy's hauling four... Tankers. Uh, tankers yeah. of gasoline. Yeah. And I guess our group... Is back to Robin. We were joking around that we thought there were VHS recorders inside there again, and we we're going back to one all over again. <laughs> we don't have any oh. Tinkerbell. Now, what was his name? <laughs> Tinkerbell. What? T- t- oh, Jesse. No, no. Oh, Who was tw- fencing the stolen goods? Are you talking Twink? Bella, Twinkie. Yeah, he didn't have anything to do with the VHS recorders. I said Tinkerbell. I meant Twinkie. <laughs> Twinkie never come back. Uh, oh, that's for, okay. Tokyo we'll Drift character. Yeah. Uh, apparently, oh. apparently, Twinkie hadn't been born yet. Oh, that's true. Little I guess we should not invented. In in this scene, we're gonna find out that this is a prequel 
that this movie actually takes place before part three, right after part two. So the reason we find that out is because our gang is Letty, Ving, or Dom, and we got Han and his girlfriend driving a car. And now Han died in part three. So Han is now in this car. He he even looks younger, but the actor, it's no way the actor yeah, looks. He, somehow weird. he looks younger. It's weird. And we got two new characters. Cheech and, and Chong. <laughs> I don't even know their names. They I don't know their names it. either. I, I think they come back. Yeah, yeah. they come back uh, and a couple of them, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, they, they're driving another car, and this is them trying to uh, steal the tankers from this gasoline truck. Basically do what they did in part one all over again. And stealing, trying to steal gas, though, instead. And uh, that involves Letty jumping onto the damn truck and using nitrous, uh, like some kind of uh, liquid nitrogen, to crack the uh, connecting uh, cables between each cab. Right, so there's a connection between the truck, almost like for a train. Yeah, and the locking mechanism. And there's not a lot there to be frozen for her to use to be like to freeze this thing yeah, she's using a little canister yeah it's it's really small have you ever been to the dermatologist they use it real quick it looks like she's using some small little thing i agree and it's like instead of using like this big thing to blow it on there and let's just use a little hammer from home depot we're gonna we're gonna break it that's it a chisel mm-hmm. done she doesn't have much except the chisel <laughs> and, and you know what's funny is in this whole sequence the cabs start going back and forth and she never sprays herself or accidentally sprays her foot. She never drops the canister. She always has it. No. Nope. This scene, I'm going to say it, this scene's good. And I see why they embrace this craziness going forward. Because this scene is hilarious. It's intense. And it is mind-boggling, crazy bullshit. It's just insane. I love it. And you, you're, the whole thing, you're like, what? How? Wait, I, where? I love What's it. this? That's what we love about the, this franchise, because they're so yeah. bonkers. Well, here's where I think this movie, I think, starts dividing people. Because there are fans of the first three that love that subtle car stuff. And then this movie becomes the action franchise. Yeah. Okay, well, that's where I am. That's you're the category the, I fall into. That insane, you know, yep. insanity. Yep. Just, you're in. The right? more insane, the better. And I'm with you. I think that's my favorite parts, too, mm-hmm. is the crazy, but because I know it's insane. And it's like Ricky O, which we all love, right? Love we all love the story yes. of Ricky O. And it's so crazy and over the top. Kind of love it. And I think that's what I like about these. But hey, that's the biggest problem with this movie because this opens really well with this intense craziness. And I don't know if the rest of the movie lives up to that. But uh, there's like moments. But this scene's pretty great. So they, they like break apart some of the canisters and each car has to turn around backwards and hook on to each uh, like a can, like a, whatever you call it, a, a tanker. Yeah, like these different hook. tankers, and they're they're coming off, and they're hooking them on, and they can't, they have to do it without the driver knowing. But Dom has already sped up and gone in front of him, so he's already made him a little like weirded out. Yeah. But this guy's so busy, he's got a giant iguana he's feeding, so he doesn't really give a crap. <laughs> but <laughs> luckily, he finally <laughs> looks in his rearview mirror and sees Letty just walking around. I mean, it's it, it's like so typical of of. The, the fast franchise of the drivers of whatever vehicle or they're trying to hijack or, you know, do something to. 
They're just completely oblivious to what's going on around them. And this guy's on a stretch of road that has literally one lane. <laughs> yes, and there's no one around in no. this desert. And Dom is like swerving around him in this hot rod car. Yes. And he's just, just completely oblivious to it. It's full black. It's it's it looks like night riders coming up on it, it would yeah. automatically make me worried. It would be something's a matter yeah. on this road. Uh but you know I would I would ask you right now, if they'd started taking tankers off, wouldn't he notice I would I think like so. feel it. He would feel it in the yeah, drive. I, I, I would like think that. so because he's it, losing weight, especially at the point when uh, Letty breaks the connection. I think at that point it might either jut forward. Cause he's I was on, thinking that too. He's on a he's on a level plane, and he's losing weight at that point. So yes, I think that would cause cause an issue. But at the same time, you got a guy that's driving this jet black car that jets around in front of you and immediately just gets right in front of you. And he's busy feeding his iguana, and you don't think there's anything wrong with this? It's you, you know, okay. You're in the Dominican Republic. You're on a <laughs> you're on a crack shot road on a mountain, but this beautiful car comes around and now is now in front of you. Something has to be something's wrong. Something yeah. has to be wrong at yeah. this point. But he's just still driving, you know, giving you know, yeah, giving exactly. his lizard some uh, some of his protein bar. <laughs> he has a gross ass green bar. Dude, uh, it looks like tofu. Yeah, I love it. And now, now I guess we should we shouldn't even be asking the question of how fast the truck was going without these tankers, because what we really should be asking is, could these cars pull those tankers? Uh, that's yes. not a question. You think for so? Me. I think one of them, yes. And that and that's the other thing too. Han's truck, Han's car, whatever, it just disappears. Yeah, he gets it. I think he gets one and goes, right? I don't know if he does or not, but I know the, the other two characters. Uh, as Joe calls them, Cheech and Chong is. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't know their name, but they they hook on to I, 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 what I thought was two, and that was it. Do they do two? I don't know. Maybe Han got one, two. and they got one. I, I mean, I feel like Han did get one. I think they got two tankers, but still, this guy you won't see a a truck like a convoy behind you following you. Like this, this driver is so oblivious to what's happening, he doesn't realize that this is happening. Like honestly, his first reaction is what I'm trying to say is he doesn't stop. Like my first reaction, if I that's saw that, that's what we said in the first I'd movie. Like, no one stops. Why aren't you stopping? Something well, is wrong. This is a, a, a this is a like there. That's what they're talking about. It's really hard to get gas, and I guess they're saying it's like it's low in, in shortage or what? It's like low shortage. Is that the word, the word I'm trying to say here? Well, they said and let's just make some money. That's it. So they're yeah. just stealing the gas for the the cars and the races and all that shit. Well, yeah, they're kind of they're gonna supply it for money. Yeah. But for themselves. But uh, I mean, I feel like Han had to have taken one of the tankers. Maybe maybe he did. I didn't see it. I don't remember because I don't think that truck would have pulled two. After this scene, they're celebrating. Yeah, and they have three, right? Right, and it's like, hey, you know, I don't recall that. But... So then Han got one, and the other guys got two. They well, had three. Oh, you know, right. They had two at the party because, and what we find out here is the guy does catch on and sees it, and he starts driving erratically to get them away. Yeah. And this uh, forces Dom to pull in sideways to bump a semi truck and somehow make it shift to crack the lock so his two partners can get it and get off with it, and that leads the whole thing to crack in half. Letty to jump onto the car and have one of the tankers 
fly off and somehow go on a rolling rampage toward them and while the truck Wait. goes off and blows up. And so the guy grabs this lizard and jumps out of the passenger side. Yeah, he tucks that, and rolls. That, but can we talk about the fact that they wild. know that this road is ending? The, the, the road is ending. It's right. like a it's like a roadrunner situation. So that's the reason why that's actually happening, Scott. So why is he so on this road? He sees the drop. So basically he sees, he knows that there's a drop coming out. So now he's got this heavy load. He's going to be going down this incline. So how is he going to be able to stop going at this speed? So now he's only down to the two. And Dom is still trying now, trying to get around him. So now he can't stop. Now the guy's swerving all over the place. The one breaks. Uh, the one breaks off, flips over, somehow ends up down the thing. Yeah, it comes. It, it comes at them. Yes. It. <laughs> I feel like in science, the science guy. We gotta like break this down and just look at it and like, how the fuck did he get in front of it? How is he? Well, he drives under it while it's flipping in the air. Yeah. The explosive. Canister of gasoline. I am not gonna lie, that was awesome. <laughs> we were dying. We were all clapping yeah. like this is hilarious. That was timed awesome. It perf- timed it perfectly. Yeah. And of course, Letty's screaming, "Dom, Dom, come on!" And then Dom's like, "Wait, you know?" <laughs> he takes off. Yeah. He's revving his engine. He gets right under there. Yeah. Yep. This thing's flying at them at full speed on fire. In fucking insane. Yep. Yeah. And they made what it. a start they to made a movie. It. it was awesome. I don't yeah. care. And to and to lead off into how amazing that is, I, I think. We we I think we still we cut to the party, right after that scene, and then we yes. see that they have gotten paid. There's a whole bunch of car fanatics like in the you know Dominican Republic, paying them to get the gas, and they're fueling all these people's cars, and they have a wad of money each, and he hands it off, and this is basically where Hans like, you know I, I think we need to stop, you know we we're, we're running too much, and I think that we got to stop what we're doing, and he's like, you know I can't stop running. Because once I stop, they're going to come and get me, the cops. Um, they're going to find me. And Han, he's like, you know, I think you should go live your life, basically. And Han's like, well, I think I'm going to go check out Tokyo. Uh, wink, wink to mm-hmm. what happened there. And I don't understand why they brought this character back. Why they felt like they needed to say that this character was alive and this is a prequel. I mean, he wasn't even Very in the weird. Movie, he so. was hardly a good character in but Tokyo. But as, as you said last week, he was so popular. So popular. They had to him bring back. him back. Now, I don't know if him and Justin Lin, the director who did the second one and this one, or the third one and this one, liked him enough that he needed to bring him back and he's the fan. I don't really understand it. But that he decided to bring him back. But he has become so huge that they demanded him to come back again in the franchise recently. So, yeah, it's crazy. That's a crazy character. I don't see it. I really don't see that. I would basically be asking for more of uh, Tyrese. From the yes. last one. Yeah. I would be like, where's Tyrese in this movie? He probably has one minute of screen time in this one. Tyrese is even in this? No, no, no. I mean Han. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Han's like, only got a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Why he, is Han? Like, it's why is odd to bring favorite? him back. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't get it. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, yeah. so in the scene, you have Han, you have um, Anna Lucia. Previously on Lost. Um, and the two <laughs> other guys in the back, and I kept, I had to, I had to look them up, and I see it there in the other movies. They do come back, yeah. And... They, their names change. It's Leo and Santos. And both of their names, I look at their real names, I go, I know these names. And they're both rappers, Puerto Rican rappers. Oh, okay. And Don Omar has one of the, it's like the biggest hit of 2010s. Oh, really? Yeah. 
manejo de robot en su táctica Me agotó la batería, su técnica Su modelo vino con cintura plástica Con los movimientos de la mujer biónica Te encendía, con la sangre ahí prendía Hoy no quieres ver la luz del día No trajo brujo en esta noche anda perdida I, I didn't know why they showed up at the end I go, what's so special about them? I'm like, okay, I, I see what it is All right it makes sense too because this is franchise is known for putting a lot of music people a lot of yeah. rappers so that that's that's pretty cool actually uh but everybody goes their own ways and this leads dom and uh Anna lucia like you said uh <laughs> letty to go on the beach in the moonlight and have a moment and she's saying to him hey this uh, other place seems like a good place to go to because Brazil. she was Brazil. Oh, Brazil, yeah. yeah. I think she said Rio, yeah. Yeah, oh, Rio. And they, they go back to their uh, their house, but Dom stares at her while she's sleeping. And this is where he decides to leave her because he's holding her back. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because he knows so, that the cops are going to be coming after him. And he doesn't want her to fall. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great because the next scene, we see him get a... Well, actually, I think we cut now to Paul Walker and what he's doing. Yes. Oh, and, we can't stop, you know, we can't leave out the fact that Paul Walker is now an FBI. Well, that, yeah, that's what, yeah. So we cut to Paul Walker and we get another great scene to set up his character where he's running. He's having a huge chase with a, a perp of some sort. <laughs> so when have you ever seen an FBI perp. agent, a single FBI agent chasing somebody down the street? Yes, yes. I've never seen that. No, it, it's usually a cop or a detective or yeah. in a movie. It's never an FBI agent, unless the Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, that opening scene reminded me of the movie Seven, when Brad Pitt is chasing. Um, oh yeah, Kevin Spacey when through he the, the apartment, thing. and I go here, shot for shot, just a little bit to remind me of that. Scene. Okay, yeah. Uh, this one's way more action. He jumps through at least three windows in the sequence. Yeah, recklessly I think it, too. I think the first shot is him jumping out a window, right? And the the two guys jump out windows together. Yeah, he's jumping onto into rooftops, jumping onto rooftops, into other windows, flying through cars. Yeah, yeah. he's he. It ends up with him jumping on on top of a guy through a window onto the top of a car, and then him screaming, "Give me the names!" And then this guy's like. What was the guy's name? Do you remember the name that he gives him? Something like yeah. David something. Yeah, David Park. David Dan- Park. It, David oh, Park. Park. I remember the they last name. They say a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he gives him a name instantly. All right, man, enough is enough. You know, he got a gun. He shot in the crowd. I don't even know if he got people. But, yeah, that's how they set him up. And I think they cut now to Dom getting a phone call, and he's off somewhere else, and he's working on a car somewhere in a garage. And he gets a phone call, and I think it's from his sister. And she says, and he says, I told you never to call me here, only for an emergency. And she says, Letty's dead. He's like on a payphone or something, right? Yeah, he's on a yeah. payphone. In the middle of the street. Who the hell knows? Yeah. In yeah. Panama City. In Panama City. Yeah. yeah. And he that's, says. That's his payphone. Yeah. Letty's dead. <laughs> yeah, his payphone. No one uses this. No one uses it. It's family only. <laughs> um, he, he, yeah. Letty, uh, Letty's dead. And he's just like dropping the phone. And of course, we cut to a funeral, and we see Paul Walker and everybody, the FBI, are monitoring this funeral. The fun- everybody's there, and Dom is somehow back in America. We don't know how. Who cares? He's standing next to an oil rig in this 
great shot looking amazing with his like white tee and everything and he's just watching the funeral from afar and none of the fbi agents look up but the moment that brian feels his presence he looks up to the oil rig and you can gone. always feel family he's he's gone how would we describe this director's style it's exactly like the first movie cut jump cut cut jump cut over and over and over again to remind us of the first movie where you had no idea how much time has passed by? What year is it? Uh, I I I dis I would disagree because I think the first movie is the worst directive so far of these films. I think one, it you it felt like a cartoon a lot of the times with the car chases and stuff, and I think it's progressed. I think two John Singleton nailed it, but he was doing something different. And the third one, Justin Lin came in, and I think that he was getting a lot of like emotion shots, and so we kind of felt the stakes. With the emotions and stuff like that. And I feel like that's really good here. But I will agree. This movie's got to move quick. It's fast. It's furious. Gary. <laughs> and it needs to move the hell on. And so you can't tell how many years have gone by. No. It, it is constantly moving. I will agree with that. That's the weirdest part because it gets very boring. Yeah. For a stretch. Yeah. It's it, just a lot of like character stuff. It's like it's going into some of the story, yeah, but it doesn't really build on it. Yeah, the, it's and the little character snippets stuff, of what's going on, and yeah, that's it. And the character stuffs nothing, nothing, nothing really progresses. They never change who they are, except for the ever loving bromance that is Brian and Dom. Yeah, that's always like the the moment of these movies, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so. Uh, we, we kind of get the whole idea now what going what's going on with Brian. I think he's working for the FBI. They're trying to catch this this uh, drug cartel, right? Right. And they're trying to get into this, and that's why David Park was a name. Now, Brian's going to follow this David Park guy, and they were hoping that Toretto would show up at the funeral. So they thought they were going to get him there, and he's like, I knew he would, Toretto wouldn't show up. Yeah, I think they were watching Mia anyway because we they show a quick scene of her later there, on. Yeah, well, at at the funeral, so you know they're watching her anyway. So yes, and then we, then we cut to the part where Brian is now going after Park. Yeah, they're basically and, like giving them like he's like, well, I got this guy. It, there's a bunch of stuff they set up some uh, FBI agents. There's one particular played by Shea Wiggum. This movie's filled with like bit actors, like cameo guys, like you've seen them in everything. But you're not really sure who they are. Shea Wiggum is the only one that stands out to, I think, me and Joe because we absolutely love this actor and he's yep. gotten so much better in the years. So great. Um, but yeah, he shows up as the basically they. Oh, there's always that one asshole FBI agent that doesn't like our main FBI agent, and he's that guy. And uh, basically, they're at odds, and they have a little team, and they they're kind of setting up. Oh, I'm going to go after Parks, and of course, as the FBI agents usually do, they go alone. Yeah. And so he goes to get Parks, but. Toretto is also going after Park because, oh, we, we skipped a very specific, amazing sequence. Right, as soon as you said that? <laughs> yeah, just remember. We got to backtrack to Dom walking into another garage. But why we, we skipped a, that his sister brings him to the car crash where Liddy, Letty died. And this is where he does Batman detective mode and sees every single thing that happened to Letty somehow. He pieces it together by the car, the tire marks. This guy's like uh, my cousin Vinny, like on, on steroids. It's just like he sees every moment of it. And the best part is he <laughs> finds one powder yellow stain and he touches it and he knows instantly what this is. And of course, only one man in the world 
uses this kind of nitrous oxide, right? Is it nitrous? Was no, it? meth. Nitromethane. Nitromethane. Nitro he touches it. He's like, and what's funny is Gary picked up on it. He's like, it's got to be something where yeah. it, it's going to be only one person does this. And, yes. And perfect. cut to Dom walking into the garage of the guy that only uses nitromethane. He's like, I know one person who puts us in cars. <laughs> of course, this one guy uses it. And it uses yellow. It leaves yellow stains on the street. Don't know how. It's like a calling a card. Or residue. Fucking weird. And so Letty was using that car that had it, apparently. Or no, it wasn't Letty. It was whoever attacked her. Because what we see in this weird detective mode thing is that she was crashed into... And she flipped over a bunch of times, and then she crawled out of the car and was shot by somebody in darkness. Well, that's in Don's um, vision, his detective mode. That's what he sees. Yes. That's what he concludes. That's what he concludes, but it's all 100% correct. Yeah, his detective well, mode maybe, is correct. as we go along on this franchise, because yeah. it gets really weird. Uh, yeah, so he goes to that garage, and he gets he interrogates this guy in the best way... This is just where it goes, we don't care anymore. Dom is now a superhero. We do not care. He is, he's Thor, right? He, he. Thor with a wrench. Yeah, yeah, that's a, right, that's true. That's yeah. his calling card too. Yeah, he had almost drops an engine on this guy on top of a car. And he grabs a chain and holds an engine above him. An entire engine, Right. Yeah, especially with the momentum of that going down, and it stops completely one one handed. Yeah, one handed, and there's like no recoil whatsoever. It, it immediately stops, like it hit the ground. Yeah, like half an inch from the guy's face. Of we don't get to see what happens next. We don't see how he drops his engine on his car. We don't see what he does next. They just cut past because this is cool, and that guy gives him a name. He's like, I I sold it to these, this guy, David Park. And then he's like, he's like, all right. And so basically this sets him up in the path of Brian. At the same time, they're both going for the same person. Yeah, he, he him at the station, the FBI station, um, he gives his um, assistant or his co-worker um, all these files he was looking at of all the parks. And he's like, read me what their vehicles, That's what right. they each own. And one of them had 24 cars. Like, no, 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 no. And the one car, what was it a Nissan that was modded? What was it? That wasn't a Nissan. That was a Nissan 240SX. Okay. Yeah. It was modded like, how do you know it's him? Because I would be driving that car. Yeah. With an illegal mod. Yeah, why of not? course it would be him, right? And the only reason that that scene happens is because they also took in uh, Dom's sister to the police station for some reason to interrogate her, but left her in a room. They never interrogated her. And Brian just takes her out. Of the room and brings her to a diner and has a conversation with well, her. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when, as soon as he arrived, he saw um, Brewster there and he picks up the call and he does a diversion to yes. have him leave the room? Yes. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure like it wasn't just a random. And he doesn't like, get in trouble for any of this. And we don't even know why they took her in. Like, I guess they were going to interrogate her about gonna, her brother. Yeah, ask her about But they Dom. just left her in a room. But I yeah. guess it's because of the funeral. Thinking now that knowing that Letty was yeah. with Dom, and now she's walking home, thinking that maybe he's going to show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. And it, it basically is just a scene to get Brian to talk to her again. Right. And so they go to diner. They go to a diner, and they get a cup of coffee or whatever. And basically the scene 
amounts to absolutely nothing because Brian doesn't really say anything that he needs to say to her. She just basically is like, why? You know, like, oh, thanks for destroying my family. Yep. And making him leave and destroy, helping destroy my family That's and lying to me four. and pretending to love me. And this was number four families. Being four said. families out of four movies. So they say it once in each one. Yeah. Right? I don't, I think it goes way on. I thought they said it twice here in this movie, but. No, just okay. once. So, yeah. And basically before she leaves, she just says, hey, why did you let him, my brother go? And Brian now could say, because I care about you and I care about the, you know, your family. I, I, I love Dom or whatever. But he doesn't. He just goes, I don't know. I don't know why he did it. It was the stupidest line. It, it, it this was scene so is stupid. kind of like, this like, scene just, doesn't establish them well at all. He's nervous. Yeah. Like, he loves her so much. I mean, honestly, it's, it's so been odd. five years, and they haven't seen each other in five years. And there wasn't Eva Mendez in the middle of that. There was an Eva Mendez in the middle, and you're telling me she never, Mia never found another guy? There was an Eva Mendez sandwich. And oh, I didn't Jesus. say wet Eva Mendez, guys. <laughs> I know you want me to, but... Uh, I was thinking that. I knew you were thinking it. So, yeah. And um, before we continue with the plot, this amazing plot. Um, so they're after, so Parks, are, are we saying Parks is the big drug dealer of the movie? The one the FBI is looking for? Mm-mm. No, they're saying he's the one that... He's a connection to them. Yeah. Okay. Right. He was uh, driving the car, right? That killed Letty. He supplied the car. Yeah. We don't the... even we even know what Park is even involved in other than the fact that he's been his name has been given. Well, when he, so what happens in this next scene is he gets held out of a window by Dom and he tells Dom and by the way the actor was extremely scared of heights and they really did it to him and he was freaking out. So everything that was really happening there, he was literally freaking out and asking him, "Please stop. I got to get out." And Justin Lim's like, "Do it and get it done." Get the shot done. That seems kind of, like, cruel. Yeah, they torture this guy. And uh, he basically tells them, I supplied the cars. I can get you in. I can get you into the race. So that's where he he goes, what race? More of the, 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 you know, bad guys, I guess, in that race. The person that runs the race. It's not a race. It's something else. But he's like, I can get you in to the race. Yeah. And he's like, what race? But... Basically, Brian comes in behind him, puts a gun on him, and he's like, let him go, bring him back up. And Dom's like, no. And he's, I don't know. Basically, Dom's like, don't, I'm going to kill anybody gets in my way. I'm going to find out who killed Letty, and I'm going to kill them all. And Brian, he leaves this guy hanging somehow. Off of, by the way, he held a hand, an engine with one hand, and now he's holding this one guy with two hands, but at his foot. This is, it's just <laughs> insane. The, the logic, they don't. They're not thinking about Dom at all. They don't care about it at all. He's just got to be amazing looking. And and, it, yeah. and, and so it is great that the two paths were looking at the detective work. One guy just smelt. Smelt the methane, uh, whatever. Yeah, he just looked at yellow powder. Yeah. FBI supercomputers, fingerprints. All, all over the, the screen. All over the screens. <laughs> and they both found the one guy that can connect them to the biggest drug dealer, to Pablo at the Escobar. Same time. Yeah. Makes Pablo Escobar look like a local street dealer. <laughs> but I think that's what Amazing. it's supposed I think that's what it's supposed to do. Is you got you got all this money that's going so into the true. FBI to have with fingerprints everywhere in this office. Yeah. But they've been looking for Park for how long and Dom finds him in thirty minutes. Yes. So exactly. The criminal is smarter than the cop, I guess. Yeah. So And no forensics again done on the street where the the accident happened. No yeah. no no one did that. 
no. thing. Yeah, and we'll get back to that because it comes in at the end that that should have been done. Uh, yeah, so uh, Paul Walker is left to bring up David Parks. And I believe David Parks might not come back, but we think he might have in the last scenes. I think he pointed it out at one point. No. Let's uh, that, see. The, the guy that Brian was chasing when we first see Brian, when he gets the name from... The guy, oh, that, the guy that Brian oh, gets I thought it was David from. Parks. Okay. Yeah. So we find out that they've given these two guys the cards to get into this weird race that has some kind of connection to the drug dealer. Right. And Brian goes back to the FBI and he's like, I got an in. You know? And of course, they supply him with three disposable, amazing cars that he picks out. He's so excited about it. And they show him 100 cars, and he's like, that one, that one, that one. Those are mine. I want them all. And they give it to him. And he fi- there's, of course, a montage now of both Vin Diesel and Paul Walker fixing up their cars. That goes on for like 15 seconds, though. It's not a major montage. Well, I was only bringing it up for you, honey, because you. sleeveless. I like the sleeveless montage. And Vin had too many sleeves through this whole entire movie. I, I knew you were going to complain. And there was only two scenes of him with no sleeves. And I cheered when I saw the two scenes. Yeah, the greased sleeves. up, drinking a Corona, no sleeves. I mean, drinking a full Corona on has to go, But yeah, full uh, on Toretto. He just went full on. He went full on. Full on Toretto. Uh, they tell Brian to put a tracking device into his car because they want to monitor the entire thing that he's doing. Of course. It turns out what they're doing is they're going to a club... And this club has a golf range in it or something? Like a computer golf range? They put a net. Um, it's on the second floor where the guy is um, um, teeing off. Yeah. And they just put a net over um, the, the, the bottom floor. Yeah. So it wasn't um, as if it was like a top golf or anything at all. Um, it was just a, literally a gigantic net. Um, and... <laughs> I don't know how else to it, It's it. supposed to resemble a top golf. Yeah. But Gary's correct. They put a net over like where the cars are driving in, so that yeah. way the balls aren't dropping on the cars. So yeah, it's if, like he's enclosed in a net area and he guys just teeing off hitting golf balls. Well, you know, because crime bosses have to play golf. They have yeah. to show something like that for yeah, these crime they bosses. Have to. It's a weird thing. Right. But before they when they all start showing up to this party, because it's always a rave at every villain. Like, I don't Road know why, hoes. The, why the cops can't figure out where the villain is. Just go to the, where all the hoes are standing out in front of. Like, it, there's a hundred women and only, like, six guys. There's they pull more up. than a hundred, and they're, like, all in, like, bras and underwear. Yeah. Paul Paul Walker's uh, Brian pulls up, and he gets out of the car, and he's instantly greeted by the weirdest guy with three women on him he's got blonde hair that's all the way up in the air he's extremely skinny he's wearing a cowboy outfit he's got chains all over him he's he's like cowboy punk rock but he has a voice like a squeaky girl he sounds like a freaking weenie and you know what the worst part is is that they introduced this character for literally no reason he's got his arms around his hose and he's and they show him and introduce him for no reason because his character goes freaking nowhere it it comes back there's a reason that they they set it up but you think that he would come back again later on but he doesn't yeah his Uh, name his name is dwight and he has more talking lines than han that's true it makes no sense it's bonkers well he basically shits on brian he's like uh your car Oh, you you think you're gonna be a big deal? Why are you looking at me? You looking at you know, got a problem with me? He wants to fight Brian. Brian's just laughing at him, but that's when Gal Gadot shows up. 
Yeah. The first movie appearance, Gal Gadot shows up and walks over in front of them and stops them from fighting. And Brian basically gives the ticket in. And then Dom shows up at the same time. And he's got a ticket for this thing. And she's collecting the guys who are going to be in this race. And they go up to the top golf. But it's like they had to rehash a little bit of from number two because it seems like we're doing the same thing. Yes, from number two, it basically is the same thing that happens in number two, but without Tyrese. Right. But Dom, it's Dom instead of Tyrese here, and they're basically what we find out is they have selected a bunch of people to be drivers, but for some reason they they're having a drive off to find out who the best of them are. Yeah, that's it. Now, they, thank God the application <laughs> process has not changed. It has not changed. At but all. What's odd There's is... There's like no reasoning. It's just... It's you got whatever. a fast car? Come on and drive. Yeah. And of course, Dom is like... He's he's like basically acting like a tough guy. So he's asking questions and he's like, what are we moving? And he's like, you never... Me-. And that's where one of the villains is appears in the movie, I think, for the first time. He goes, you never ask where, you know, what you're moving. And he goes, no, you always ask. A good driver always knows what's in his car at all times. That villain is played by the actor who plays Mother's Milk on The Boys, right? We, 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 that is the whole, he was bothering us the I, whole movie, and then Gary me. pointed it out. I feel like I didn't know him at all. And then when I saw, when you guys pointed that out, I was like, that doesn't even look like him. Yeah, Vin Diesel has not aged. No, he no. hasn't. But this guy looks totally, totally young, younger here. He looks very different, yeah. Yes, totally different than he does on The Boys. Uh, he gets in Dom's face a little bit. Dom basically not moving. And he's like, and this is where we, we were laughing at this whole conversation because he says, are you the boss? I thought I was talking to the boss. What does he say? Do I look like a boss? <laughs> yeah, like what kind what? of stupid hey, line is that? You can you can look at me. I look like a piece of shit. Do I look like the boss? <laughs> like I mean, look how pathetic f- I look. Yeah, look how pathetic yeah, I am. How can I be the boss, Wink? What a weird it moment. Was just a weird, it was a weird line. Like who wrote that line? It was stupid. Like... He just went out of out of his way to make himself look like you know yeah. dumb. Yeah, you like, useless. And, and that's the line in the movie where all the kids in the theater in two thousand nine are going nuts. Ooh, like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> that's basically he is the top driver, the smug, the like the drugs runner for this drug cartel guy who works for another gentleman. That's what we are led to believe here. What's going on here? Right. This is a another actor. I think John Ortiz. I think uh, this is another cameo actor. You've seen him in a billion things too. He uh, he's the head drug guy. He's the one playing golf, and he automatically likes Dom because Dom is like shit talking like crazy, and uh, Brian's staying really quiet. And there's two other guys, so there's gonna be a four man runoff for this this the position of being the head drug runner. For something. We we don't really even know what's going on. Yeah. But this whole drivers. We don't know what it's for at all. That's it. And then uh uh what was it? Pacino? What is his name? Oh, so it's the actor who plays Al Pacino. Yeah. That, in um is that a... Tropic Thunder. In Tropic Thunder, he was the um Yeah. His, that's his, his name in the movie. Booty yeah. Sweat. Pacino but, yeah, is his, his name. His name is Alpa. So yeah, he uh, he's one of the four people in this race. And he says, who's clearing the roads? And they're like, no one's clearing the roads. That's why you're doing it. So basically, they're going to do this in full traffic. They have to get to this 
finishing point at you know in time and of course not a single cop nope. no smokies on the road nobody's catching up no one sees it and multiple people are being murdered during the sequence and how did the gps get into their cars <laughs> i was gonna ask that yes. it, it just automatically shows up did they did the villains put gps into all their cars i don't know well, how they put it in dom's car because he was driving his own car and like also they so they okay they're they're getting prepared for this race and they're they're going to be all four racing against each other. At some point, there is a GPS installed in each car to yeah, tell them most... exactly where to go. And that GPS looks like Tron. Yeah, like yes. light cycles. It, it, it's it's well, we had the what Tom Tom back in the same year. Oh my god, it, it was a little cute. Did not look that's good. Let me no. tell you. But no. like honestly, so did they have that whole computer system in their cars, or was it just a voice? No one, no one tells us. We don't, I don't know anything understand. that's happening here. It is better here. than GPS systems we have today. Yes, no, it is better. It is. It's like a full tablet. With a full automated system that's talking to them? Yeah, I can only assume, because when Gal Gadot shows up, because she's now going around and trying to get their information or whatever. Yeah, she's like the handler. Yeah, she has a thing in her hand that looks like a little, like a... Like a cell phone type thing? I guess it's It's like like a a GPS. Yeah. Maybe she gives all of them, or they put that in there, but we never see that. That's right. Yeah, and she's asking for licenses and, like, fingerprints. Yeah. Dom's like, I don't have a license. <laughs> she says, I want, um, give me the number. That's for me. And it's like, oh, oh Lord. Oh, dude. Like, just, Everybody I wants to bang this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I got my learner's permit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just lost Letty, so he's really not, like, interested in no. that. Uh, well, the race goes on, and... And like I said, multiple people are murdered, including Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. And oh, he gets murdered bad. The other fourth driver. They all get murdered on this, this drive. It's pretty bad. Dom, they're all trying to kill each other for some reason. It is insane. Brian's the only smart one. He takes a side road and cuts in front of them, and he almost wins. Well, that's because of one of the accidents yeah, that's right. that happens. So, corner back to the... To the beginning, we have another car flipping over, and yes. he drives underneath it, but he has to take the detour now, and now the GPS is telling him to reroute for, like, 20 times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun, though, because, like, I mean, just Ten watching the near here. misses of Ten. how the people down the back alley where Brian was driving, like, how he almost, like, literally hit them. Yeah, it, in this, it feels like GTA. It does not feel lived in. The universe, the, the other cars don't feel real. That doesn't feel like there's any weight to anything that's happening. Cars and people are just dying. I mean, it would be funny. If, I, I thought it would be funny if they did like a Saints Row thing and they and he actually hit somebody down the back alley and they went flying. Like, yeah, just have that moment where you have someone on the road react to it. Yeah, you know, like a funny moment. You Something. know, yeah. Like uh, remember in vacation when he falls asleep and he and he dry, and the guy rips the dog up in the air or you know like there's all these funny people reacting to it. It feels extremely real. Or, or just have a bunch of guys carrying glass around to construct <laughs> oh, the watermelon water cart. The watermelon yeah. cart. Yeah, they're just walking back and forth. The old woman into the crosswalk. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Brian's driving down these alleys. Gary even mentioned it too. It's like there's trash flying everywhere. There's people everywhere down these dark <laughs> alleys that yeah. we can see. There's the a trash bag of trash every time he's about to come jumps out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> the trash jumps trash out. Actually, of the way. jumps out of the way. Uh, the there's like thing. leaf blowers everywhere, shooting everything everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and here's the best part, uh, Dom actually is going to win of course and brian is like 
you d- hit the nit- nitrous. Am I saying it? I don't want to say Someone said I said it wrong. Nas. 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 Uh, Nas. Uh, by the way, the advertisement <laughs> for the drink is all over this movie as well, by the way. Uh, he heals. You hit it too soon, Dom. And so he hits his, and he's going to win. But Dom's like, no. And I got to tell you, they're both zooming at like the speed of light. Yeah. And somehow Dom is able to swerve and hit Brian's car. Just enough to bump him. Yeah, just enough bump him to spit him out of control. Right. And yeah, Dom yeah. wins. Yep. And here's the best part of this whole thing. Not a single cop car. Not a single person on the road anymore. Completely abandoned area. Yeah. And Nobody's is- chasing them. No one's looking for anything. There's no sirens. There's no cops. No ambulances for all the people that they murdered. No, but this is still more realistic than the shit that was happening in Tokyo Drift. That's just my opinion. Just saying. You think so? Yep. All right. Yes. Yep. I, that's that's iffy. We can we can debate that. You know, debate it all you want. It's just my opinion. You know. <laughs> You're only saying that because Dom is in this one. Dom. Dom. Um, Dom. I, I, I like think we're doing Gears of War when we're doing Dom. We're saying Dom's name. I like that after this scene, the first thought in your head is realism. I'm just saying, wouldn't it have been better if there was a little weight to things, a little bit more realism? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. To make these the, the world feel a little like less superhero, you know, like even the superhero movies make it feel real, like a little bit more realistic. These movies don't give a shit. They just don't. There's no nothing feels like at all real, like a, like a good action film. And I would I would suggest that these movies going forward. Kind of hurt action films. I think all action films got doing the same thing now. I don't think I've seen an action film in the last God knows how long that feels realistic in any sense. No. It really feels strange. I mean, we're fresh yeah. off John Wick 4, and that was just an atrocity. We just saw that, and it's the same thing. And I'm afraid to watch those triple X movies. Anything Vin Diesel does has this weird surrealism. Well, he has like, to keep out doing himself. It. He has to... Yeah. Keep out doing everything, like you know. Absolutely, he just doesn't. He, it's all about him. He's got to look amazing in every shot. Yeah, but he had sleeves this time. <laughs> he's wearing Fruit of the Loom. We were talking about that too. He uh, he's got an advertisement now. He so Dom wins. Dom's in. That's uh, Gal Gadot wants his number. You know, uh, basically, we're gonna call you. Give me your number so we can we can contact you when we need you to do the next move. Yeah, whenever the GPS goes off, you come. Of course, Brian's pissed off because he's like, you cheated. And he's like, I didn't know there was rules, Yeah, Brian. I mean, come on, though. Brian knows there's no rules in this shit. So being t- uh, speaking of no rules, perfect timing for Brian now to get back in, goes to that punk guy that we had saw with the women who is now sucking on toes with like eight women in his house. <laughs> he has ordered an FBI raid to plant a bag of coke in his house and arrest that guy so he can't be one of the drivers because it turns out that he's one of the head drivers of the cartel. Okay. That is fucking lunacy, especially later on when we find out more about the cartel drivers. Uh, Why that guy's so popular, who he is, he's got so many people watching him. He's got women all over him all the time. No one would not be paying attention to this guy. So, yeah, Brian uses the FBI to raid a guy's house and plant drugs on him. Just so they can hold him long enough that he can take his place as one of the drivers. Because he knew that they would con- contact him. They don't have any other guys. They knew that they had to get the second place you know, runner. He's runner-up, so why not? I mean, oh, that's in, It works out perfectly for Brian. Yeah. So we cut into a, a scene where we're at a dance club. 
where with just women, tons and tons of women, and maybe five guys. We're a whole dance club filled with just women. Well, it's, right? it's called the the road hose tippity top. <laughs> Tip, tippity top of the road hose. Yeah, road hose tippity top. <laughs> this this fucking scene is hilarious. All the women are all over the place, and Dom walks through the crowd to order a Corona. And Brian shows up right next to them and is like, well, I'm back. You didn't expect to, you know, expect to see me. And he's like, no, I didn't expect to see you here. And he's like, well, I'm, I, he's like, well, what happens if I co- tell them you're a cop? And he goes, well, what happens if I tell them that you're, why you're really here? Right. And they're like, oh, we got to play along with each other. So uh, they basically go over and they meet the same guy that they already met who was playing golf, who's the, the cartel guy. And they're like, basically, Brian's trying to find out who his boss is. Which they have a name, by the way, and they say his name a lot. It's like Brian something, not Brian. No, no. it's not Brian. Braga. 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 Yeah, thank you. This keeps mentioning him to Braga. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, basically, they want to get closer to him. That's who they're really looking for, the big guy. So uh, they're like, we're going to be running this thing soon. And basically, you we're going to put you on this shipment container. <laughs> and they're going to do this whole thing. And we're not going to tell you where you're moving, basically. We're going to bring you to a spot, and then you're going to move from there and do this whole thing. And so Brian's trying to get close to the bad guy, and he looks through a crack in the door, and he sees the two guys talking, but he doesn't see Braga. You say his name? What's his name? Braga? Braga? Yeah, Braga. 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 Oh, Braga. Ar- okay. Arturo Braga. And they're wow. calling him Compost Arturo's. right now. Who are they calling Compost? The um, the guy that was playing the top golf. Oh, okay. That's uh, the John Ortiz guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. he's comp- comp- and They're looking for um the. They're looking for Braga. They're yeah, trying they're to get yeah, yeah. close to this guy. Campos is the I guess his right hand guy. Yeah. And and the scene that when he's peeking, it looks like the you know the Dos Equis guy. It does. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. The most interesting I actually, man in the world. When you said that, like... I really believed it for the first moment. I was like, "Wow, that's really him." Uh, so uh, <laughs> I actually feel like he's in this franchise. That guy. Um, <laughs> He so, should be, though, for real. Yeah, so they put Brian and they put Dom on some kind of shipping thing, and they have the cars all waiting on these levels, and there's other drivers there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it looks like it's a, like a, like a, what, semi truck container? Yeah, semi truck container. Well, they do have, they do have uh, mobile things like that where they have different levels where they can put cars in. Okay. So it makes it seem like, yes, it, it is real. They, they don't feel like they're moving in there at all because Dom's trying to sleep in his car. Brian is, he has to stop the tracking device from going off when they're scanning his car. So he fries it and then that breaks off contact with the FBI and they're pissed. And of course, he has a flip top. They let him have his flip phone. Like they, they're trying to stop tracking devices, but they're allowed to have flip phones so he can call the FBI. But of course, there's no signal. And so he's like he's like cut off from them altogether. The FBI is this supposed to be the only phone that he has? I guess. I mean, why would they even allow him to have a phone? But they're drug running. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get it at all. And in that scene, he dumps the bug in the can of Nos. Does he? Yes. Oh my God! Is that how he got rid of it? I didn't even see it. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a can of Nos. I saw him dumping in the can, but I didn't see what the can was. Yeah, I thought it was Nos. He he, 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 diluted. I didn't even perfect drink for that. The acid. Yeah. Oh, eat it up. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even notice. It'll eat it right up. Unless, unless my imagination is going wild ago. I, I specifically remember that going amazing product. It turns out that they've loaded their cars. 
<laughs> it turns out they loaded their cars up with uh, uh, I I don't know if it's shown here until later on. I think that maybe they open it up and they see it, but they're loaded up with drugs and they're going to run it across the border. And this is where in the middle of night and they have to be in a perfect line formation. They have to drive across the border desert, right? So I think they're on the truck. Yeah. And, and then they're they actually going to, they're going to be delivered to an area of the desert. Yeah. Which is of course along the border so that they, they can try to get past the border patrol. Yeah. This is at night and they have a laser like infrared camera looks like a damn rocket launcher and it's like viewing the border and they have to move it exactly the speed and exactly the right time in a formation of four cars. And then they're going to go in to a mountain. That's actually a secret Dr. Evil base that you can drive through. Now, nobody on this border has ever noticed that this thing has a giant door mountain door that opens up. On both sides, yeah. mind you. And this door is never jammed, never no. had a fuck up. No one's ever noticed nope. anything inside. No one has ever noticed people building in this thing. No one's ever noticed a mountain on the border of Mexico and the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Man. Yeah. Size of Mount Everest. It, yeah, it, it actually does look really big. It does look really so, big. It's comical. That's what they do. They drive in this formation to go right toward the mountain and i don't even think they're not told what's about to happen they have to all they have is to follow the car in front of them but for some strange reason dom wants to cut off the lead car for the one that knows what they're doing right and then he doesn't he ends up going back into formation yeah i think as they get closer he ends up cutting back in i think the only reason he does this is to like piss them off or like rile them up to find out who what's going on, it doesn't really make sense why he does what he no. does here. Now, this was the scene right before when um, with Gal Gadot when um, he was staring at the green car, right? Th- this was the scene right after it, where he knows which is which car is which. Oh, maybe you're so, right. So that's why right. whatever car, um, I guess we can connect. It's that. Mother's Milk. Yeah, he yeah. sees that that guy that he that said, "Do I look like a boss?" And that he guy. wanted to look under the hood or something, right? Uh-huh. During this moment, well, he and- says something later on, and he's like, "Did you look under my hood?" Right after this moment, because he, like like we said, they drive right into a mountain. So, yeah, right it up. opens up, and then it looks like the scene from Battletoads. If anybody's ever played Battletoads, where you got to move back and forth in this damn little corridor, that's exactly what happens. They have to move perfectly in this corridor, and it is super tight, and they are going extremely fast. And the border patrol, they actually catch some kind of heat signature. But they're not able to connect with it fast enough. Even a helicopter sent out to sea, but they hit inside the mountain and they disappear. So they can't find them. And they get out exactly at the right time and they're past the border. And they've made it. Which makes no sense because they come out the other side and the border patrol is still looking for them. Yeah. And the whole time, Gal Gadot is in their headset telling them they only have so much time to get through the mountain. Yes. But if you've gotten through the mountain and the camera is on the U.S. side, why are you, why are you worried about how fast you're getting through the mountain? Aren't you safe at that point? You need to get out now. Four <laughs> seconds. They had 30 seconds to get through this thing when they could have just, you know, pushed the cars through and they probably would have been fine. Yeah. And they're moving four cars at night in the desert. It's got to be pitch black with no lights. Yeah. It's yeah. In, the, how they're even doing this is, is insane. But yeah, they get on the other side, and of course they get to a spot, which is I guess the meeting spot, 
and the 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 main guy, the main driver, is like gets out of his car, pissed off, and he's like, "Why did you do that?" And they're telling Dom to get out of his car while the other drivers are all getting out of their car, and basically being threatened with a gun. Well, Dom, instead of getting out of his car, he unleashes his the 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 nitrous, right? The nos. The nos. And he, and he puts in his lighter. Yeah, his cigarette lighter. The cigarette lighter in his car. He pushes it in. So <laughs> somehow this is going to spark. And we kind of know where they're going with that craziness. You're, you're, you're getting um, <laughs> the eye of doom right now. And what, what happened? Uh, no, 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 no eye of doom. <laughs> Did you drift off? Do you need some knots? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, it just looks, looks like I'm... a lot of anger when um, you're describing no, Dom's know... plan. So yeah. I'm like, what's going no, on No, because I know that he's going to start making fun of the situation, so I'm like, <laughs> okay. ready for it. We were blown away by this. We actually missed some stuff. Me and Jared in particular could yeah. not understand what was happening here. No. <laughs> um, but he gets in his car, and it looks like Mother's Milk the actor who plays him is about to kill one of the four drivers for no reason. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But that's when Dom gets out of the car and starts talking shit to him. And it draws his attention to Dom. And he basically mentions, oh, that car, huh? He's like, uh, he basically mentions what's under the hood. And he goes, are you looking under my hood? And didn't he mention also like some of our boss man again? You're the boss man. Like, he, he, yeah, he yeah. says that line again. Well, he, like, well, he called him out. Don and the whole crowd's going, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one guy who almost got shot was like, oh, shit. And he backs <laughs> off a little bit. Yeah, Dom gets his attention. He goes, hey, boss man. Yeah, that's right. O- only pussies run nitromethane. That's right. That's right. Yes, he did say that. And then he gets in this guy's face, and then he says to him, I think he mentions, uh, this is where he mentions Letty. Right? And he says yes. to him, He's like, uh, and he starts mentioning the woman who was killed, and he goes, "Did you, you know she was running for you, wasn't she? She was here, and you tried to kill her. You killed all your runners. You shot them all, and you shot, and she got away." He like knows the entire. He guessed everything. He's like Sherlock fucking Holmes. He just goes, "Oh, she she was running for you. Then she ran when you started shooting everybody, and she got away. But then you went after her, and someone crashed into her and shot her. And he goes, I did.'" Yeah, he the guy straight up goes, this. "I did that. Yeah, I did that. I crashed into her and I shot her, and I remember it too." And and that's when, like, the, he's like almost saying, I- "I'm sorry, sir. Um, all I remember is a car burning. I don't particularly remember shooting her, but yeah. I do know that she was burning alive the last time I saw her." I wish he would have said, "Shit, man, were you there?" Because man, that was perfect. I, yeah, it was a great like it has whole detective mode. It was it was a bit extra. So here's where I don't understand the drug runner's plan because the guy Brian actually saved the guy with the cocaine by taking his place because they shoot their drivers. Mm-hmm. So why is this guy hanging out with the Cortez guy? Why is he so involved when they shoot their drivers? Yeah, like they can never. You're gonna tell me that. Other drivers don't know that other drivers have been gone missing because they constantly are shooting their drug runners. Yeah, but what's the alternative? What's the alternative? If they say no, they're not going to do it. They'll get shot anyways. Why even show up? Like people are showing up, they're getting these tickets, and they're getting murdered just to get the trial. The other part of that they they drive they drive their they drive all their cars to the spot where the heroin is. They haven't even picked anything up yet. So if they're going to end up getting killed... I think killed, their cars were already filled with it when they got onto that that, that shipping container. No. Because it's already in their cars. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's You're in absolutely right. Because Brian gets in a black Hummer, 
And that's where they have all the heroin. So I think they're supposed to drive that Oh, you're right. So those cars were waiting there at the spot. To get to, so that they can put that into their cars. I think that's what, because it makes no sense. Because at this point, for some reason, you know, Don, Dom had opened up his NOS and the car, all four cars explode somehow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Before we talk about the insanity of the cars exploding, you're absolutely right with this whole thing. Because why would they shoot their drivers when they're just they didn't even get to the spot to drive them? Unless they're going to replace the drivers with people they're smuggling over. It's either that, or when they get they put the they put the drugs into the car, and where they get to the next destination, that's where they kill them. Because we don't even know that. In in Dom's crazy explaining of what happened to Letty. It's that exact same spot where they kill everybody. Wait, but I'm so I'm wait I'm confused. Can we just go back a smidge? Aaron's not here. What's up? <laughs> beep beep beep. Um, okay. How do we know that they're? Where are you getting this idea of them human trafficking? No, I'm I'm suggesting that why do they shoot their drivers and how do they get the drivers to bring the drugs over unless they supply new drivers that they're also smuggling over? Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know I what I'm saying? Like, like repl- wait. because w- when we see this flashback of Letty being shot at, all the other drivers are murdered in that same exact spot that they're in at that moment when they're talking. Yeah, which okay. doesn't make sense why they need those drivers. Like at they could have just had their guys. Why yeah. do they constantly shoot their drivers? It's mm. it's insane. It doesn't make any sense, and it's so weird that they had a trial run just to kill these dudes. Like, it doesn't even sense. make sense. Are they smuggling out or smuggling in? I think Jared's right. I think they're smuggling in. Right. So, so I think they had to smu- go in and then smuggle out. Correct. I think that's what the, I think they were supposed to get loaded up into the car. Yeah, because the Hummers drive, are and then drive back through the tunnels wow this is insane i'm assuming and in this scene it's where um levy got shot yes it's uh, where, 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 where she starts killing everyone up and the chase begins so for letty right and they, they chase her all the way back to america that's right which is they, even worse i was getting worse. ready to say that <laughs> yes. because wait a minute they're in mexico right now how far did she drive did she get back through the tunnels to get back where they went down how did how did mia take dom to the crash site you're, you're absolutely right. And if that's true, it, even if it isn't the same spot and it's back in America, the spot in America where they bring the drugs to, that means that Letty's car would be filled with drugs when she escapes and blows up. If they even put the drugs in the car. We don't well, even I'm, know I'm that. just saying if that, that Dom, was back in America. Even Dom if it was didn't back see in America. that in his vision, so we don't know what part and, of it could it be that, that um, she escaped and then later on, a few weeks later, he catches up with her? But, but we do see in the flashback, the original flashback, or... Don's uh, vision is that he's chasing her. Yeah. We're in the same clothes. So. Same clothes, that same thing. And he says, I did it. Yeah, I chased her and I got her. It's crazy. It, it's insane. Yeah. Well, even more crazy is Dom's plan to blow up his car works, but for some reason, when it blows up, it blows up each car in a row. All four cars explode like some kind of odd dominoes, like yeah. some kind of bizarre match being lit into each car. And they all blow up, and this allows everybody to kind of escape. And you said Brian picks up a machine gun and shoots everybody? Yeah, wasn't that Brian that was shooting everybody? I didn't see this because I was so baffled by the car explosion that I was, like, looking at everybody else. Brian literally killed all those... Well, except for for the main bad guy who somehow gets away. And that's really odd because Dom wants him the most. Instead, Dom gets shot in the back shoulder. And he decides to grab the guy who shot him and beat him to death. 
And now, not go after the guy who just admitted killing Letty. This is the guy who should be hunting. Right. This is all his plan. Well, he was pissed off about his jacket. It got it got ruined. Yeah. His jacket had gotten shot. It, and there's a hole in his leather jacket. And that's, yeah. He was that's all that matters. Letty can be on the side. Oh, yeah. Uh, my Letty, jacket. Letty. I, I, my jacket's fucked up. Yeah. So he, Brian perfectly grabs a Hummer. It turns out it's filled with all the drugs. He tells uh, Dom to get in. Dom's like thinking about it. And he's like, what was I here for again? Okay, I'll get in the car. I don't remember what I was doing. So he gets in the car and leaves with him instead of going to kill the bad guy that he wants to kill. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they're in Mexico? And somehow they jump to L.A. I yep. feel like they would yeah, but that's not hard to do, especially at those speeds. But how, how would you get back across? How did he get back across? And also, he's got tons of drugs on him. Ah, he took the tunnels. The next shot. It's called a, uh, <laughs> a cut. Well, no, they actually have a scene where they're standing on the side of the road and yeah. they're looking at the drugs and they're like, oh, that's what $60 billion looks like. Yeah. Oh, 60, 60 million. Yeah, yeah. But If Jared was looking at that drugs, he would have said $598 billion. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no, that's I mean, where the budget went. You would have said, Dr. Go, $1 trillion. That's where the budget went. <laughs> Bricks um, of uh, duct tape. Yes, duct tape. <laughs> yes, bricks. which we don't know how they got over. I mean, unless they use Andy Dufresne's uh, method of travel, which I, is through five hundred yards of I wish, they, I wish they unwrapped it and it was just DVD players. Oh, oh that would oh, be amazing. This is a hot item. It's nothing but Fast and Furious DVDs. <laughs> DVDs. It's the hottest. Um, so <laughs> we we have the drugs in Fast and Furious Three Tokyo Drift. No one will ever suspect. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever looked there. Um, you know, Brian goes, "Yeah, we may, might have to get you to the hospital." Dom is leaking blood at this point onto the floor, and Dom does not give a shit. And he's like, uh, "I think we can use the drugs to our advantage to get what we both want." And he's like, "Okay." He's like, first, I'm not gonna go and bring it to the FBI. I'm not gonna trust it with them because I want to use it still." I want to do it as leverage. So he's like, let's park it where no one will ever find it. In the cop uh, impound. impound. FBI like, impound lot. Oh, yeah, the FBI impound. Like, like, no one okay. will look here. Yeah. He brings a Hummer full of $60 million of drugs into the, the, the depot and leaves it there. <laughs> and Dom is shot. And I think this is where they just go back to see his sister yeah, and she patches him Mia. up. She yeah. patches him up and you know, he's fine. He's no fine. Problem. No problem. His jacket's not fine. Yeah. But, he, but the jacket has sleeves, and that has to go anyway. They have they, they share a corona. They, they, t- they toast. They're all family again, guys. And everything's great, and they're having, they do grace. But then Dom, grace. Decides, <laughs> Dom decides to go into the uh, back room and open Letty's goods. And he finds her cell phone and sees that the last call that she's made. And she, he decides to call it, and it's Brian's phone. You remember that phone that Brian didn't have with him? He had some kind of weird flip phone. Yeah. Turns out it is the FBI phone they didn't take away from him. Oh, boy. So the drug dealers are checking for bugs, but didn't take his cell phone. What the right. fuck? Well, they're not too bright. What the you fuck see? is happening? They're not too bright. And of course, Brian doesn't have another kind of burner phone with him. He's an FBI agent. No. He's got Letty's fucking number on it, and obviously all the cops in it. And if, when it rings, it actually says Letty. <laughs> Are you shitting me? 
<laughs> I'm mean, like, what the fuck kind of FBI agent is this? So Dom comes in the it room. It explained. It does. No, it, it's not explained in the sense that why he would bring that on a mission. Well, His okay. main phone. No, but, you know, for plot purposes. And why the explain. why the drug dealers didn't take it from him. Yeah. But no, Dom uh, sees him and Brian's like, oh, shit. Dom, let me explain. Dom does not give him a chance. I think we figured out um, why Lenny died. Incompetence. Incompetence. Yeah, the <laughs> FBI Everywhere. incompetence. It is yeah. your fault, Brian. It, yes. Uh, Dom beats the living shit out of Brian. Uh, I think Gary pointed out that he thinks this was improvised, and he just literally beat the shit out of Paul Walker. Because <laughs> he throws him through the walls. He's throwing him around. Yeah, His sister's probably. begging him to stop. Uh, it turns out Brian finally stops him by saying, Letty did it for you. Now he, now we saw, we've seen two things. Dom has held an engine with one hand and a person with two hands through out a window, and he is punching Paul Walker with all of his force into his face numerous times, and he throws him into the ground. I feel like at this point Brian should have exploded mm-hmm. with punches, but no, he's fine. I don't even think he has scratches. He doesn't on him. have a scratch. He doesn't have a bloody nose. He's got he's nothing. He's not messed up at all. Which is funny because there was a scene where uh, Brian hit Shea Wiggum in the police station. He punches him and pushes his face into a wall. Shea Wiggum's is like the rest of the movie is covered in blood and cuts. Like he's just fucked up. Uh, But yeah, Brian says, hey, Dom, she did it for you. What happened was she came to us and asked to, she would go undercover and work. I can't believe that they they went along with the FBI was like, yeah, this is a good idea. So she's like, I'll run the drugs. I'll do the same thing that Brian's doing. But if only we could uh, erase Dom's record and he could come home. Yeah, she just wanted to clear his name. So she died for Dom. For family. Yeah. And Dom is like pissed. Just pissed at himself. Not, I don't think he's ever pissed at himself. He loves himself too much. But he's pissed off at <laughs> everything else in the world. Yeah, it's pretty angry. I mean, he's I pretty would angry. Too. Yeah. So, uh, what happens next? Does anybody recall? <laughs> well, so they set up a meeting with uh, the what's this guy's name? The, she, the head honcho. She he calls on Gal Gadot. Yeah. Well, and I, right? I think the FBI gets involved a little bit now too because doesn't doesn't he have to finally oh, go to the FBI? He, he does go to the um, FBI his um, father figure, and it's like, listen, he walks in street clothes. Yes. Like, as if, like, this is it, I'm turning in my badge, I quit, or whatever. He goes in, and it's like, it's a se- the, um, the drugs are in a secret location, but we can still get them. And the father figure, he's like, you got a plan? Yeah, he's all, co- everybody's looking at him like, ooh, dead man walking. And then he gets in the room, and he's like, so, how's everything going? What's our plan? Yeah, so they set up, a, a, with Gal Gadot, they set up a meeting to meet the, the main drug dealer, right? The the head honcho. That's the plan. And he's basically he's admitting that him and Dom, and that's why the FBI also is pissed off because they know that he's also, not only did he take the drugs and hide them and not contact them and they got rid of the bug, but also that they saw him on a traffic camera with Dom. And they know that he's also basically harboring a criminal mm-hmm. that they want. For some reason, you know, this in this series of movies, Brian was wanted by the FBI like, he was one of America's most wanted at one point. And so was Dom, apparently. So these two people are very high. You gotta like, remember, 2001, all those stolen v- VCRs. That's true. Big <laughs> FBI's deal. top 10. Yeah, top 10. 
<laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, yeah, they, they basically the plan is that Dom and him are gonna go and they're gonna use the cocaine or the heroin as a bargaining chip so they can get close to the big guy. They're like, we we'll only want to deal with the big guy, uh, the Dosekis guy, Braga, Braga, yeah. and they're like. They basically call, Dom does it, so it makes it sound more realistic not coming from Brian. So Dom is like calling them up so they can all get in a room when they can all get what they want. They can get Braga and he can kill them for killing Letty. And they're like, we won't give you the drugs until we see him. So they meet up in this big thing and it's one of those moments from every damn drug cop thing ever. They're in a room, like basically in a hangar or whatever the hell it is. And they're, the bad guys are on one side and the good guys are on the other side. And they say, well, we don't have, we want to, we'll give you the drugs. They're not in there. The drugs are not in this case because we don't see Braga, whatever his name is. And uh, that's when the Dosakis man walks out and he walks across the room and gives them, what's in the suitcase? Doesn't he give him a suitcase? I don't even know. Before he gives it to him, while he's walking, at, we have the, the, um, the cut to the FBI headquarters where they have the fingerprints on the giant screens. Still going. And all of a sudden, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. It has um, verified. If, if it's found out who um, whose fingerprints it is. Yeah, and I don't know why they have never figured this out before. And like, I'm sorry, like, it, it just finally found out. It was it, it was searching the whole time. Okay, that's fine. Let's, um, let's all believe that the fingerprints have been identified, and now... But the screen won't show who it is. Yeah, because at the same time, Dom we and Brian We have to wait know. for the slowest we gotta, printer. We gotta wait for the fax to work. Or fax true. machine. That's true. <laughs> Let, let's go ahead and print out, like, you know, like, uh, the unusual suspects. Yeah. Yeah. to come out to yeah. see who exactly so is. True. And, it, and so it's bad. been noted earlier in the movie that this has been going on for two years. Yeah. And just at this point, we it, get a match. On Braga's fingerprints, they never yeah. found out the Braga, and if they, oh my god! Then, then Mister Dosakis gives him a briefcase and says everything's in here or something. Like, what was he? Ex- I don't know what he was exchanging. Yeah, I don't know what he was exchanging. Money, like, like what was? I, I don't. I don't know either. And that's when Brian and Don look at each other and say, "Are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking?" That's not Braga. Yeah. And then they kind of realize that at the same exact time, the FBI is like, "That's not Brian." It's the other guy, Cortez, is the actual Campos. Campos. I keep saying Cortez. Campos is the main bad guy. And um, Brian screwed up before when he uh, punched the FBI agent because um, now we see it finally, you know, um, um, the consequences. He calls in. He's like, there he is. We've identified him. He's the one that sends in the SWAT team or FBI in. It was him because he's like, because remember the father figure FBI guy is not there. He's running it. I forget the actor you said. Shea Wiggum. He, yeah. he is. So he calls them in He's too the early. one that goes, we got him. He's our, that guy. Let's focus. Let's get visual on him. Yeah. Yeah. He Facial recognition. He's the one that says this. He doesn't know that the, that the facts, that the facts is still coming through and he doesn't see who it actually is. Okay. He's thinking Dos Equis is. Yeah. Actually when he wrong. sees him, he's like, in, get him. So, yeah. and then, then we cut to. The facts finally coming through. Yeah. So. And it all connects that uh, Campos is the main bad guy. And this leads to a firefight and everybody escaping. 
and they say, run over Dom. But for some strange reason, they try to run over Gal Gadot, who's on their side. And he, Dom is able to jump and knock her out of the way. Yeah. So they're trying to aim for Dom, but for some reason, they're not even near him. Because he's able to jump into the person's, to protect the person who's going to get hit. Right. So, uh, yeah. And so that means that he saved her life. She kind of owes him one. And they kind of screwed up. And this basically leads them, Brian and Dom, to be on their own. Because the whole thing kind of like went sideways fast. And so uh, Brian has to get on his own with Dom and go take down, go to Mexico. For some reason, they run to Mexico. Aren't they they already there? No. At this point, I I think they're in L.A. Because there's a whole part where the, oh, basically, Brian basically gets relieved of the job because the other, I don't know who comes in, the CIA or whatever, and they're basically like, we're taking you off, and the FBI is like, we don't have jurisdiction jurisdiction in, in Mexico, which is odd because they already had planned a trip to Mexico. Like, they already had an agent going to Mexico, a part of the job. If that's true, they wouldn't have been able to do that mission in the first place. No. So he, they're like, you're off the job. And then he's like, wait a minute. When they, when the CIA or whoever the hell it was leaves, the head FBI guy goes, ah, anyways, we still have a plan. Yeah. He's like, I, I think I know how to take down. And he's still sitting in the room. He's still part of the plan. He's still part of the plan. Even though he said, no, you're off of it. Yeah. Well, he the other two guys did. out the room. Yeah, those two then, guys and left. And he's like, okay, so where is she at? Yeah, and well, then we continue on as if that scene just didn't happen. It didn't even matter. Yeah, which, it doesn't which matter. Which makes no sense. You're getting rid of the guy that has all the information on Braga at this point. Yes. It makes no sense whatsoever. And for no reason, we get a scene with uh, this bad guy who is now Braga, who's really the bad guy. And he decides to go to his church right. and see his brother and give him drug money. And I know I know this actor too. This actor's on a shitload of stuff. I don't think he has a line. No, nope. he just takes the drugs and walks out. He might say something, but yeah. Uh, and Branga just like I'm gonna pray. I'm just gonna sit here and pray for a little bit. And this leads Brian and Dom to sneak in and kidnap him. Mm-hmm. And well, there's a choice. Dom's like gonna kill him, and Dom decides no, I'm gonna be better, and he lets Brian arrest him. And he's like, we're gonna bring you in the right way. Which is nuts for Dom's character. Yeah, I didn't like it. He lives ten seconds and, at a time. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna point out again, he still has not killed the guy who actually killed Letty. He seems to have let him go and focusing on Braga more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I think it's only because during that whole meeting, he says, uh, "I want you and uh, the guy who killed Letty to." He feels sorry for killing Letty. And he's like, sorry about your, sorry about Letty. Sorry about your girlfriend. And that sets Dom off. Like, when he says that, he's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. He just stares him down like he wants to kill him. He's like, oh. so sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, for, yeah. Oh, you guys make up. You guys be good. Uh, so, yeah, they kidnap him. And this leads to a Mad Max Fury Road situation where they try to cross the same border as they did in the o- opening. But during the day... So you think that the the border patrol would get heavily involved in this situation? No, no, that doesn't play any part in this. It basically becomes the raid on the streets because everybody now mm-hmm. is after these two cars. Yes, to go back to go get Braga back. They basically call an entire village and they all yeah. jump in cars and they'll go after them, and they go into the same mountain they have to cross. They get back home with this car, and this just leads to one. 
fucking insane thing after one fucking insane cars are flipping over each other cars are flying through the air cars are falling apart like paper mache i mean <laughs> it is crazy i mean i expect nothing less <laughs> they're wrapping around poles that are holding up rocks in a mountain yeah i was and... actually going to ask you guys about that yes why didn't it cave in because the the pillars were getting hit by the cars yes, going through them right. at full speed and it didn't even buckle and at if, all and if i'm mistaken didn't brian's car get pushed out sideways somehow through the mountain yes yes it did and we want to talk about that like how that even happens right as the exit out um brian's car is about 180 degrees like it's yeah. a it's a letter T. It's a T. Yeah. It's a T. The car's pushing him out, and he's the top part of the T. <laughs> the other one's the bottom part, and that's how they come out. So they just come out the front. They don't go through a side thing. No, I saw them just go straight out. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that because when the cars he's come just out, to be sideways. They made it. Oh. They made it back through. They only went through these tunnels once, the one direction, but they made it back through the other way. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, how you've only gone through this tunnel now twice, but now once in each direction. It, it so, would... the guy that Dom is after that basically killed Letty, he's the one that bumps Brian and ends up getting him in front and he he's the one that pushes him out the out the door. And so. we do remember the scene where um um Dom jumps out of his car into the other guy's car. Oh my god, yes. You 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 have to describe that one for us. <laughs> I can't. I I wanted to describe to you about how when they get into the mountain, they, the door doesn't go up, so they have to smash through it. it. It's now you would think it's some kind of stone metal door yeah, that is a lift. I was gonna but they go that. through it like it's like that Looney Tunes uh, where they jump through the, like the Looney Tunes logo, <laughs> like Wile E. Coyote yeah. and stuff. It's like yeah, it's, it's like a piece of paper. It's fucking great. But yes, Dom. But why? Wait, we didn't point out in this, Dom hits car windows with his elbow a lot in this film, just smashes them, no problem. And he does that here. I think he does that in motion. Like somehow yeah. jumps through the guy's car window and kicks him out. Yeah, And, and that's I referring like to the scene that Gary's talking about. He actually busts out his own window Yes, to, <laughs> to get rid of a guy, to open up his own door, to jump into another, another car, car before his car runs into a roadblock so he can keep on driving. I feel like all that was necessary. It it's so it was so necessary. <laughs> one one of my favorite games of all time is Burnout um, Three. Mm-hmm. You ever play that game where this is just like watching Burnout Three? <laughs> Takedowns. <laughs> I mean, it's an amazing game. I go, this is what I'm watching live. I kept thinking about Vigilante Eight. You remember Vigilante Eight or Twisted yes, Metal? Yes. <laughs> just like Twisted insane. Metal, yes. And that's how it felt. Just like cars shooting fire, blowing up, jumping each other. I'm like, what is happening? And it's great. The new car that Dom takes has F-bomb written all over it. And he gets out. And then this is really funny because, like we said, Brian's car was pushed out at a T. And it, it turns out the guy who got him out is the main bad guy who killed Letty. And he gets out of his car to save his boss. By the way... Everybody's shooting at Brian's car with their boss in it. And yeah. he finally has to say, hey, guys, stop shooting at the boss. Yeah, it's amazing. They, they forgot that he was in there. He's not. Yeah. And Brian even had to punch him out because he wouldn't stop talking during this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he gets out of his car to go shoot Brian. You know, I know another scene we skipped to, by the way, and just to say is that Brian and uh, and Dom's sister got it on while Dom was in the, the garage next door and didn't hear it or feel weird about yeah, that in any situation normal. that's normal uh 
I guess that means that they're together. So uh, they're a couple. But yeah, uh, Brian is... They crash into him and Brian get... Like, they get the boss out. I don't know how the boss isn't dead. But Brian's not dead either. He pulls himself out of the car. And that's when the bad guy sees that he's still alive and goes over to shoot him. But that's also the exact same moment Dom shoots out in his F-bomb car. And every other car is dead now. So no one's coming for them. He shoots out at perfect timing. Is running toward him. And Brian is able to somehow grab the leg of the villain and make him turn. And Dom does a wheelie? Yes. Into him. Yes. He, he, I don't know how he does it, if, especially if the car is already going that fast. Yes. He gets the front end to go up because the bad guy is actually shooting at him now. Yes. He gets the car to come up on the back two wheels to basically defend against the bullets and just rams the guy. Right, so, in, it, right into Brian's car. The car is suddenly oh a low rider. God. He activated the hydraulics. Yes. <laughs> and Brian somehow survives. And the best part is when they show Brian again, he's at a different angle. He's like got his feet toward it. He had grabbed this guy with his hands. He was in the direct path of, of He would have been killed. Yeah. And I wonder if Dom even cared, but I think they had a bromance, so I think they're okay. Yeah. But uh, they did it. They beat the, They got the guy that killed Letty. He squished between two cars. Uh, he's fine, and the cops are coming, and uh, Braga's no. laying on the front, uh, laying on the hood of a car. Yeah, I guess the, out. Uh, yeah. the other guy's car. Brian's another... like, you know, you got to get out of here, man. You got to get out. You got to, you got to go. And Dom says, "I'm done running. Yeah, not this time." And then Brian says, <laughs> "You know, I would have beaten you in that race if you didn't cheat." And he's like, you really got hit hard in the head. <laughs> and that's when the cops come and they get everybody, a whole bunch of helicopters and everybody showing up to get these guys. And the next thing we see is Dom in a very, very small jumpsuit in, <laughs> in, in the jury. But it and has sleeves. It does, but it's super tight. The buttons are popping off. He looks amazing. And he goes, and they basically stand him up and they tell him, look, you might have helped catch this bad guy. But one good doesn't make and all one your one good deed does yeah. not the, the big, uh, cancel out your others. The biggest drug dealer in history. Yeah, in history. Yeah. Yeah. You might have killed a hundred people on the way here, but uh, we give you zero credit. Yeah, zero you're, credit. one good deed does not cancel out all your other infractions. So. We, we in fact consider your crimes much worse yeah. than Pablo Escobar times three. Yes, <laughs> he has twenty five years. They get That's 25 crazy. years. Dom's sister and Brian are in the watching in the crowd, and he gets up visibly pissed off because they were supposed to get him off of this. And uh, he gets 25 years. And the movie ha- ends with him being put into a uh, transfer for the prison. Mm-hmm. And we see all of a sudden Paul Walker and the gang. Even his dom sister and Chi Chin Chong and Chi Chin Chong is back, and they all are going to break him out. And before we can see it, it cuts to the end credits. Yeah, vroom vroom, Finn. motherfuckers, we're gonna get him out. So then he's on the run yet again. That's what that's what's gonna happen. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. I think that the next <laughs> movie connects instantly into the ending here. Okay, well, it's I'm, been a while since I've seen yeah. it, so I don't remember. There's no it. way I could be more excited for the next one. The uh, next one is where we I'm both. In it both started so i'm and we already know and i think this movie shows shades of the insanity and those are by far the best parts of this movie 
Yeah. The insanity. If four yes. and five are very connected, then maybe it's five that I'm seeing flashbacks of, of tunnels and... I don't remember um, tunnels. I don't remember tunnels at all. But there could be. It's something, you know, something with... Again, again, maybe. With, well, what's, her, what's her name? I don't want to say Anna Lucia again. What's her name? Lifty? Letty. Letty. With Letty. I like Lifty. I'm going to call it that. Five with Letty again. And then I'm thinking maybe it was actually five, I, which which I do know I watched a bit of. Yeah. Definitely going to see... When we watch it again, I know you're going to be like, yes, this is the movie I was thinking about. Because <laughs> this is the one... That I think that the the fans really started embracing this movie, started making a lot of money after this. So, I mean, this one made a lot, but it gets really increasing. I can't crazy. wait. I'm so excited. I, I can't I wait just... to play the game. What's the budget with Jared next Ooh, week? Because yay. It, <laughs> if it gets up. better, it's it's only going higher. And it's going on seven hundred million dollars. I can't. Can you wait. imagine if a movie's made a like cost a billion dollars to make? Yeah, and before, and before we cross over this um, this bridge, the five and beyond, um, I like to just briefly um, next week look back at like two thousand one, three, five, nine. What movies we actually did see instead of the Fast and Furious series? Oh, because honestly, I feel it was like I did not miss anything in this decade. The first decade of Fast and Furious, it was okay. I did not lose anything. Oh my God. What do you mean? So you think that the movies that came out against it were better or worse? Is that what you're saying? I felt, I, I have to remember what movies are out. I feel so much better for whatever movie I saw in the theater instead of these. Instead of these. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to agree with you because we didn't see these until later and yeah. then we couldn't stop laughing. And then we finally saw, I believe, nine in the theater. That was like the... Yeah. I don't know if that was... No, we saw Hobbs and Shaw in the theater. Oh, we saw Hobbs and Shaw, yeah, yeah. We yeah. ran to the theater to see it because they got so crazy. I was like, we gotta go see it. And I actually <laughs> recall Joe saying, why the hell are you making me watch these things in the theater? And I saying, because they're insanely great. Like, And I remember we would argue, I'm like, these are so bad, they're good. Like, these are... <laughs> and I, I, I would like to see that. What came out the same year? What was the big movies or the best action movies? Oh, That's yeah, actually we should an check interesting that out, thing. yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go around the room and like say what we give this movie, because so far this has been flipping back and forth with weird scores, especially from Jared and Joe. I think you guys gave the last one the lowest scores. I fucking hated Tokyo Drift. And me and Gary kind of liked it a little bit. I gave the last movie a five. Yeah, I agreed with you, you. guys. Um, you also gave it a five, Jared. Right? That's no, like our four. He four. did four. Joe went three. No, I went two. two. Oh, I thought I think we talked. I think we talked you into a three. And, Did you? Yeah, you said that's not. It's a little ridiculous. We watched a movie recently called the, the Snow Beast or something like that. And I think that if you compare those two movies to each other, what's a two? I mean, can no anyone talk me into anything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Gutter Garbs would talk you into a new T-shirt really quick. I mean, I just spent money on Gutter Garbs just about go. ten minutes ago. <laughs> so what are we gonna get, Jared? Let's start with you, man. Yeah. Uh, it's weird, right? It, it was slow. In the beginning, for me, it was slow. And it's, you mean the middle? Well, it was a little bit... Of, there was some slow parts, but yeah. I mean, that in the is. beginning. But yes, it does slow down a lot. But it's like you're talking about the last 20 minutes is all action? Yeah, I guess when the most so, yeah. of it The first happens. first part, like the first 20, the last 20. Like even... I mean, there was some good stuff in between. The pacing was a little bit... I mean, it's, it's like we get a lot of story. 
we got we got a lot of story with it, but not really much it happening. It doesn't feel much happens there, yeah. No, at all. Uh, I'm going to have to go with a four. Whoa. I have to go with a four on it. Okay. I feel, I mean, because we're not doing point systems here as far as, I, I, would, I mean, if we're going to, I like it a little bit better than three. So, but again, I gave that a four, so I might have to go with a four. It's not worthy of a five for me. Okay. Wow. All right. Joe. Um, yeah, I'm going six on this one. I liked it. I had a good time. I mean, even with the absence of Letty, I, I still had a good time. We had Paul Walker. We had the, we had the boys back. Um, I mean, Vin had sleeves, but we did have the boys back. Your review is virtually the boys are back. The boys are back. You know, we got the family. And I'm happy that I got Vin back. I need Vin. I'm very scared for your score going forward. I can't wait. I can't wait. This one actually brought me back to life. I, I really just hated the last piece of shit that we watched. I wish I had a tape recording of Joe watching these movies back in the day. And to now, because she was in the theater, she was like, why are we seeing this shit? This is ridiculous. That was before I discovered my love of, you know, crazy Dom, movies. apparently. No, it's not about, no, it's not about Vin Diesel. It's not like I think he's the greatest actor of all time, okay? Yeah, please don't say that. Please. I'll walk a hell out I of this I don't right now. think he's a great actor. I, I, he needs to be in these movies, though. He needs to, because we get such a kick out of him and the things that he does in this movie. In these the series, he does crazy shit. But do you feel somebody else could be doing that too? No, it's just because and, of him. Because... And I think a far superior person's coming in the next one, and I feel like he overshadows him, and I think that's why he doesn't stay around okay, for well, very long. We'll see, but I, I feel like you know the way he kind of he carried this movie, you know, himself. I think he did he, really. Yeah, he. I, I feel I, like I without him leading this show in this one, it, it would have been very dull. Hmm. Yep. Gary, I enjoyment is not a word I would use in association with this movie. <laughs> Jesus. Um, other than the moments. opening scene, and even with the opening scene, it was so over the top that okay, we should expect to see the same level, and it never happened. Everything jumped. Let's go as fast as possible or as slow as possible felt like they fast-forwarded on the plot, but everything moved at such a slow speed at the same time. It was weird. Things were happening. It felt like, again, two, two different time periods happening here. Yeah. And, and I didn't know why. And again, I guess with this series, don't care what, what's, what's happening, except for three last week, where I actually saw a nice, simple movie um, I knew what was going on. I knew what was the, what the stakes were, and it felt like a complete movie. Um, the first movie, um, I gave it three. Uh, the second one, I gave seven. Last week, Tokyo Drift, I gave a five. This week, because I felt, and as Jared said before, I think it was better than the the, the first movie. But this was so uneven. Um, it. it it was more fun than the third one, than the first movie, sorry. So I, I'm giving this one a four. Huh. I believe I Tokyo Drift this. was better than this movie. Oh and, my gosh. And I I just felt the same vibes as the first movie where wow. it felt very, like, dreary watching this movie. And I saw the, the explosions and everything happening, but it felt, and I don't want, 
and last week I was being sarcastic with Vin Diesel, but there's something about it where I'm like, I don't know who's starring in this movie. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like nothing connects anymore. And hey, guys, we're just going to, hey, look, we're going to blow up some cars and, uh, you know, we're going to have the weakest villains ever again. Let's see how this works the third time. All right. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I this one for me, this is interesting because I'm unlike you with the. I think the first one's the worst. Uh, I really do. I do not like the first. One. I I didn't like the plot. I didn't like that something about it didn't work. Uh, two is the best to me. It's an interesting, fun film. I don't mind it. Uh, three, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I thought it was a very mediocre. You know, a straightforward movie. It had like it was fine. It didn't bother me. It didn't make my head hurt. It, it was just like it went by really quick. So I didn't mind it. And I, I, you guys talked me into a mediocre score instead of a six. So the same thing goes here, I think. And I'm, I'm going to say this: these movies to me are so bad they're good, especially now going forward, because each one of these movies logic's out the window. They're not trying anymore to be grounded. They're not anything. They're just insane films, mostly to laugh at, because when it gets down to the character stuff, it's extremely stale. It, it's it's just very typical. Guy likes girl, girl's family. They're all together. They're going to do uh, Ocean's Eleven missions from now on. That's what it is. And I would say that while that's fun, it's also lacking in any realism anything that's interesting anything that makes it feel like a cohesive narrative so to me but the bad so bad it's good it's a five that's me i think i don't think it's worse than a five because i feel like it it's done well it looks good it looks the action good. was yeah. fun we were laughing our asses off i don't think that i think paul walker's doing a good job in these movies. I think that he really does a good job. He's likable. He's a likable mm -hmm. character. He's a likable actor. Vin Diesel, on the other hand, he feels like a whole nother movie. It's like almost like two <laughs> movies clashing. It feels uh... like... A, 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 like We were talking about Vin Diesel, his low acting, his low speaking. Like he's very... He just doesn't even open his mouth. He's always smugging. Like he's just... He's smug. Something about... I don't know how to explain it. It feels like two different stories. And I right now, it's not as fun as it will be with all of those other characters. Because to me, those other characters are the highlights. Um, I do like, you know, um, So Bad They're Good movies. The first movie and the fourth movie, the tone was just, this is serious. And please take everything we're doing serious. And it, this is an amazing action movie. And the two movies I like better, obviously, at two and three... The tone was so different. It was so fun, entertaining. I could, everyone was laughing. Everyone was following what was going on with the plot. Yeah, I agree. Okay, even if it was nonsensical, you could follow along. But the first and the fourth movie, I'm like, I'm watching the first movie again. Except there's less people See, in I don't it. feel like that at all. I felt and like... The, I feel there's... like the plot makes more sense here, even though we yeah. logically were destroying it. The first one, we were like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this happening? What's the bad guy? What's the mission? I think it's kind of yeah. rushed in the first one. Yeah, to this it, one. it feels so convoluted in that first one. And, and I, I I agree with the fact that it seems like there's two different things going on here. It seems like it, you know Dom has more stuff going on than Brian does. It's like Brian's put to the side, but it's like whenever he's actually doing something, he actually outshines 
I think so too. And that's I think that's what causes a little bit of a conflict is because you're 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 trying to focus the story on Dom trying to see who killed Letty. Yeah. But Brian but, brings out more charisma than he does and it, it just drowns everything else out. Yeah, especially since uh, Brian's like tackling his part of the movie's tackling it through some some it's terrible logic, but at least it's trying to be logical whereas Dom is just like walks on a scene and goes, "I know how everything happened." Mhm. Yeah. And that's just like the clash of two ridiculous types of movies. I think that's one, in his contract, by the way. I think that he oh, has to know everything. Yeah, we got to get into that later on. As these movies go on and the contracts that yeah. they've written up are insane. And it really shows about bad writing. And I feel bad for this writer who wrote some of these movies. And again, um, I agree with you. Brian's character also seems to change. It's He's more focused on his work. like He knows it where he felt like it was um, a, a surfer. Yeah. The first movie. Yes. You can see definitely change where you see Vin Diesel. It's me, Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's changing in a weird way, too, though. His character is, like, getting more and more, like, uh, like I don't even know how to explain, like, superhero like or, or badass. Where in the first one, it was kind of like, I'm a big brother. I'm trying to keep a squad together, and we can do these heists. And now he's just like, no, I care about defending my friends. It's it doesn't even seem like he's anything more than that character. He's like the thing from the Fantastic Four, you know. That's like perfect explanation of him. While Brian is like Johnny Storm, who's got all this interesting stuff going on, you know. Like that's how this movie feels for me. And I feel when we see the other movies, and honestly, five is the last one I honestly remember seeing a lot of it. Oh, you're in for it, man. Um. When we see our score, we're giving this, like, you know, this movie a five ago. I feel when we see the family aspect and all the characters coming in, I mean, we're going to say, oh, well, like, I'm, I'm not judging your score. Even my score of four or five, we're going to realize how it's way too high compared to what we're going to see and how much more fun those movies are going to be. You think four and or five is too high? I think it's going to be too I, high. I'm going to suggest and, it's too and, low. And I, I go from what people have been saying. And I just feel um, with these movies, like, I'm rating it higher than it should be, but I have no, you know, I have nothing to go on except for what I've seen the commercials. I know all the characters, are the 25 people, like, like the Expendables, you know? It's, it's the Expendables, yeah. You know, and it's... I expect to be absolute chaos and fun, and that's the movie I want to see. And oh, okay. You know, and um, that's why I feel um, with the five I gave last week and the, the four this week, Again, I feel I'm going to regret it, but um, we'll see where we go. Are yeah, I, I think your score is going to be kind of like with Joe's. It's, you're going to see it's going to be all over the place. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think so, too. And I think you're going to say, maybe I rated those too low. Because these movies are going to be... We're just either going to be laughing nonstop or being like, what the fuck was this movie? That That's how they get, I think. I mean, the, the last four, three or four are just insane yeah and i remember the last one in particular i thought it was bad i just was like that movie it's like someone took a, a whole bunch of groceries and shook it up and threw it at a wall and just saw what they made <laughs> but are you talking about tokyo nine, nine. Oh, nine. no the the last movie in oh, the franchise oh, oh, that we've okay. seen oh <laughs> that's how i feel so i can't wait to get there well we're not talking the room type of good bad i think it is yeah. I, I like this franchise. I could. I. I think it's. I think this movie fun. franchise is so bad it's good yeah. in that sense where it's it is that laughably stupid and that what that people are like this is an eight star movie, 
made me my my eyes bleed. I was just like, what is happening with the world right now? Because if you don't know that this is cheesy fun, you got a problem, I think. Yeah. But that that's fine if that's what it becomes. And then it's like, hey, I can I can judge it based on the Fast and Furious multiverse. That's fine. I can already do it. But right now it's taking itself so seriously. Yes. That's really great. Go okay. It wants to be that. If it wants to be a goob, it wants to be a comedy, and then I'll judge it based on that. Well, I see. That's where I think that's where it's going to get interesting because I yeah. think that it does take itself seriously, even though it's I, that crazy. I think we talked about it with the Thor movies where I didn't like the first two, and the third one I didn't like the way the Thor character was, where he's a comedian. Where he's I a saw comedian. a lot of, and that third word Ragnarok. I'm like, you know what? If we're going as a comedy type stuff, then I love the movie. You know, I'm expecting a certain type of character, so like that was my highest rated movie because I'm like, okay, it's become a comedy now, so I'm okay with it. Even with the fourth one, I go, that's what I expected, low-brow oh. humor, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I expected. And, and, and you know, it did the opposite for me because I saw those two last Thor movies and I thought, maybe one and two are better than I thought they were because these movies are so insane. Like, this is what it is now? That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen Ragnarok, I haven't seen four, but it's like, just like what he's saying. Yeah. It's like, where can you go from this? If you're, if you're thinking you like it three better than one and two, then yeah, your score system is going to be all yeah, over the I place. Think, I can't wait to see forward, where we go forward. Yeah. Because I, I remember this next one being my favorite. So I think Joe, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I originally, when I saw this on whatever I was watching on TBS or H, maybe HBO, I thought this was the end of the first movie. Oh, okay. That's how, th- this is probably the first one I, I actually saw. All right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know The Rock was in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we, we've been going on for a long time. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, all we got. I think we're good. I think we, we talked about everything. We, we talked thing. about. We're ready for intermission. <laughs> and it's crazy. Two people are messing during this conversation. This might be our longest one yet. Wow. Uh, all right. Just like the word duh in the movie. <laughs> what? We were missing. Oh, oh, oh. fast, fast, and furious, not the fast. All right, everybody. All right, let's go. Everybody done? Good night. Have a good night. Thanks for listening.